Welcome, I'm Joe. And I'm Roddy. And you've joined us for Stage Door. We have a fantastic hour for you talking all things theatre, film and arts, including... Lifting the curtain, giving you the inside track of all that's going on nationally, locally and digitally. That's right, we're snooping around backstage to bring you the news and the gossip. As well as our pick of the week. Uh huh. And then there's our new feature for 2022, picking up your ringing requests. Woo! Find out who's on the line today. <laughs> and you can join us and take part in Name That Show, where we ask you to guess the musical from three brief clips of songs. As ever, there's our quick quiz, where Joe pelts me with five tricky questions. Uh huh. I've been good to you lately. <laughs> and later on in the show, don't miss Out of the Vault, where we share the plot from a show that you might not have heard of. Mmm, I'm on that duty today. Yeah. And then don't miss our spotlight interview with Anna Unwin. Woo! And that's all packed in before midday here on Stage Door. Right across the Thames Valley, this is River Radio. Well, we timed that better than last week, didn't we? (laughs) That was was stressful. Wow. I mean, we were scrabbling around trying to find scripts. We're just hurtled online. Hey, we're back, though. We're back in a studio. I know. In front of each other. Feels so good. I I think we work so much better, like, in in front of each other than on Zoom, for example. Anyone watching in the last 15 minutes would think we don't necessarily like one another because we've just been (laughs) sitting here in silence, frantically doing research, scrabbling around, moving things about between computers. And now we get to chat. We do. How are you? Have you had a nice week? <laughs> I'm really good, thank you very much. Yeah, no, I'm good. I am a little bit shell-shocked to be back in the land of real life, having come from the land of glitter, Pantoland. Yes. Um, it is extraordinary that a few days ago I was sitting in the back of a truck, nice. which to all intents and purposes from the audience point of view looked like a dragon, um, <laughs> operating pulleys that um, pulled uh, the eye trigger, the blink trigger, the mouth trigger. I got a smoke machine button to fire the smoke. Fun? Through the nose. Hilarious. And now yeah. I'm back in front of classes of students. I'm here in the studio with you. Yeah. I've got back to the Literary Festival coming up soon. So, yeah, crazy. Oh. Back to the life of a freelancer. No, exactly. And, and you know, I'm busy trying to get people ready for auditions for drama schools yeah. and things like that. So that's, that's really exciting. Off, and it? we've already had some good news over one of them. That's Have you? Been, yeah, well, I can't say. But... That in a bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a really, really good good thing. And, um, I mean, the ex- response at Panto was brilliant. It was so nice to have school children back in school shows are a little bit of a little bit of an ask at 10 a.m yeah. uh, 10 a.m in the morning but um, it was so nice because it's taken me years to realize this when people say do you like panto i've always gone yeah i absolutely love it i'm not a huge fan of watching them i prefer being in them yes and i think the reason for that has always been that i get a lot of joy out of the audience's response even mm. if i'm watching one i enjoy hearing the kids screaming it's behind yeah. you and it's taken me a long time to clock that that's because i'm an extrovert i get a lot of energy off the 10,000 volts of their enthusiasm. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, it was so nice to have them back in screaming. And interestingly, quite a lot of people have forgotten how to boo. They've forgotten when they cheer because they've had a couple of years off. And little people haven't grown up with it in the same way. If you miss a year of panto, that kid in their gestational age of clocking what Pro- they do. Provided that they know that they can only do that at Panto. <laughs> do you know what <laughs> oh, I mean? I don't want them doing it, it <laughs> anywhere else. No, not in a new musical written by Joe. <laughs> Definitely <No>. not. <laughs> there, was a, there was a moment when I went to see another Panto uh, that the guy in front of me knew that you had to shout out. He was a grown man. You yeah. had to shout out, but shouted out the wrong things at the right moments. So when it was supposed to be It's Behind You, he, he was like, oh, no, it isn't. I was like, mate, you've, you've misread the room what? here. I know. 
Did he just memorise the lines and just put them in? I think so, yeah. Oh, it's bless. like he'd been given the script and got the pages in the no, wrong order. Obviously in Australia we don't have Panto, so it's it's a very foreign concept. It's a bit alien to you. And it's not necessarily something I'm <laughs> excited very about. Fond of. Yeah. Well, thank you for braving but, coming to see me. That's all right. But children's theatre I love. Yeah. Absolutely adore children's theatre. And it is it has fed into and bled through quite a lot of English performance stars. It's why mm. I struggled a bit with Aladdin in the West End, because mm-hmm. it felt like in Broadway that had got a real, really special, unique place because of it having elements of pantomime. Mm. Whereas watching that in June at the Prince Edward was a bit alienating. Yeah, it's yeah, a bit yeah. odd. I get that. Should we name that show? Good point. playing along um yeah so everybody this is <laughs> just so that you understand um my choices of name that show is somewhere in the universe because my emails didn't arrive didn't to roddy to me. as to my choices and so this so, is a complete surprise to you yeah so you're gonna play along with name so, that show <laughs> this is the first time i think you've chosen it isn't it so um yeah okay let's do the intro one more time i've done a couple before and you've got miffed because you've strained you've uh, your cerebral oh. cortex try and remember what it is here's number here's the first da, da, clip da, da, da. i can re- recognize yeah. the <laughs> intro go on Now, fans of this show will be able to sing the opening lyric, which is also the title of the song. So we're going to give you three clips throughout the course of the hour, each teasing you a little bit closer to the answer of not the song, but the show is what we want. And if you know it, help Joe out. What's your email? It's joe, J-O, at river.radio. Great. Do you want it one more time? Uh, yeah, sure. No, I, I'm, yeah... I think you'll get it from the second clip. If that's okay. teasing you, the second clip is a little bit of a I giveaway. know what I'd want to sing in the next line. Okay. Right? But I don't know if it's <laughs> I right. I want to know what that is. Oh, you're on. You're getting there. A couple of those words were right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're leaning into the right direction. Okay. If you can name that show, email Joe. Right. I can Shall also we- name that composer by the style of the intro. Can you? <laughs> yeah. Who, who is it? Mime at me. Oh, what? I got, not behind a microphone. <laughs> I can't we'll, we'll see your mouth. We'll do it later. Uh, yeah, this isn't great in an audio <laughs> medium. Should we lift the curtain? Right, as ever, busting at the seams oh. with what's going on behind uh, uh, lifting the curtain. So It's going to need a so. rehab much. Uh, do you want to go first? Or I'll go, go first, first with one that's at the Young Vic, only because uh, it opens tomorrow. Oh, so the 14th of January opens at the Young Vic Conundrum. Um, so it, growing up, Fidel's mum always told him he was a genius, her genius child who was going to be a, a doctor. But his teachers had other ideas and years later Fidel is left trying to piece together where it all went wrong. Ooh, okay. So that's a new show coming to the Young Vic. It's written and directed by Paul Anthony Morris with Anthony Ofoegbu from the Barbershop Chronicles, which I saw and loved yes. as Fidel and you can get some pretty good value tickets on that show so if you're around in the west of London uh, that's the Young Vic opening tomorrow to the 4th of Feb. Fantastic now we spoke a little while ago about the Seven Dials Playhouse. Oh yeah. That is new. Was, yeah it's new it's sort of uh, part of the Actors Centre that they're redoing yeah. and everything. Well they're announcing a show called Steve. I don't know if you've heard of Steve. It's the European <laughs> premiere. Funny title. Yeah. But- it reminds me of you remember those two little critters. Alan. Alan. Alan, Steve, 
Steve, Alan. Oh, it's not Alan, it's Steve. Do you remember? Is that a British thing? <laughs> Looking at me like, what is going on? I'll send, is, you, the, I'll what, send you the clip later. Is it real or is it in your head? Is no, it your, it's, like, <laughs> it's a comedy programme that the BBC did where they revoiced wildlife documentaries oh, how wonderful. to give the internal monologue of little oh, animals. Oh, I love that. I love that. Yeah, cool. Um, anyway, so Steve is, um, it navigates the highs and lows of getting older, lifelong friendships, monogamy, saying goodbye to people, being alive, etc. It's directed by Andrew Keats and it's written by Mark Gerard. But the, what's really great is who is in it. Hang okay? on. We, we've, uh, you're going to tell me Jenna Russell? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that was all they announced okay. to start with. Well, David Amaz, uh, Jenna Russell, Joe Aaron Reed, now who was in the Heights and Dream Girls. Oh, wow. Uh, Michael Walters, who's Death of, Death of a Salesman and um, the Netflix series The Sandman. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Giles Cooper, who is in doing Toast at the Other Palace and also has done loads of Shakespeare uh, at the Globe. Uh, and Nico Condi, who, if you're a fan of the smash hit Westworld, he's one of the actors in that. What? I don't know Westworld. What's that? Oh, come on. Oh, no. Am I a bit beyond the time? No, it's fine. It's fine. But anyway, it's on uh, from the 8th of February to the 19th of March. So a a brand new show, Steve, um, with all those incredible actors. That should be really, really good fun. That's exciting. And you get to see a new space. I always love... I went to the Bridge Theatre when it opened, partly just to have a good snoop around. Yeah. And there's another one on uh, Charing Cross Road just opening. I don't know who's built it or who owns it, but they've built another new theatre in the middle of the West End. Oh, how wonderful is that? It feels like that's a really positive step Uh after... The years we've been through. Absolutely. Uh, do you want to go or like? Uh, yeah, no, you go. Okay, so anyone can whistle is being revived. Oh. Uh, so I think this is going to happen. You know, some sometime um, yeah. shows kind be of, a flood of drip them, feeding, yeah, yeah, which will be really nice. Uh, so anyone can whistle is to be revived at the Southwark Playhouse, um, April to May. Um, it's about um, a mayoress who. Uh, fakes a miracle to revitalise um, her bankrupt town, basically. And Alex Young, who has recently been uh, in South Pacific and she loves me, is playing the Maris. What's recently been in? <laughs> South Pacific. Okay, thanks okay. so much. <laughs> it, is, it is early and... Uh, yes. You're from the South Pacific, basically, aren't you? Yeah, I don't know what your point is, really, really. <laughs> anyway, I'm telling you about this fantastic show. Obviously, the music is beautiful. Um, but, it, you know, it's, it's a great little um, show to see. And that is at the Southwark Playhouse. Uh, go to the website for details. I've just realised that the questions for the quiz are on the other side of your lifting the curtain notes. They're so not. I've, oh, are they old? They're old. Oh, I thought I'd got a head start. And. <laughs> um, I've got one. Uh, I'm, this is advance warning. This is advance warning. The Glass Menagerie <gasps> is opening on the 23rd of May right. in the West End. So Why am I telling you that? It's going to be sold out pretty quickly. Because who's in it? Do you know? No. Amy Adams is in it. Yes, Amy no. Adams. I knew she was coming over for something. That's super exciting. So there are a couple Ooh. of Tennessee Williams revivals coming on uh, on the stage during this year, 2022. Don't know why I've told you what year it is. Um, but it's directed by Jeremy Herrin, who's a very successful director. Yeah. And Amy Adams is going to be in it. So if you want to see an incredible play with a Hollywood A-lister, uh, that's from the 23rd of May. And I'm telling you now, because the tickets are going to go. Oh, they are going to fly. Just like I was desperate to see Cabaret, and I looked on the website, and it's £250. I know, I know. But even even I wanted to see the um, Bob Marley one, mm. um, and, and get up stand up. Yeah, it? and the tickets for that are really expensive. Really, well, yeah, get in early. But yeah, you've I mean, been saying there this. are some places that do some really good deals. Another exciting thing now: Royal Shakespeare Company. Yes, please. Is going on the water. What? 
Yeah. They have signed a deal with uh, Cunard Line Cruises. Really? Yeah. And they are, from May 2022, they're going to be doing shows on a cruise ship. I'm up for that. I fancied doing a cruise ship for a while because, yeah. I mean, you're not going to employ me to be in Wicked, are you? But you could <laughs> employ me to do a play. Well, I, on think, a boat. You, I think you need to get in touch, get Partly your agent. The income's tax free. I know. <laughs> you get to see shows, you have interviews with the actors, and they even do workshops with the guests. I'm definitely game for that. Yes. Dear agent. Absolutely. So I thought that was quite fun. Should we play a song and then we'll come back to more from Lifting Let's the Curtain? Let's do it. Why do we play with fire? Why do we run our finger through the flame? Why do we our hand on the stove Although we know we're in for some pain Oh, why do we refuse to hang a light When the streets are dangerous Why does it take an accident Before the truth gets through to us Cages or wings, which do you prefer? Ask the birds. Fear or love, baby, don't say the answer. Actions speak louder than words. Why should we try to be our best when we just get by and still gain Why do we nod our heads Although we know The boss is wrong as rain Why should we blaze a trail When the well-worn path seems safe and so
peaches or wings? Which do you prefer? Ask the birds. Fear or love, baby, don't say the answer. Actions speak louder. has been my birthday since we were last here, just FYI. <laughs> since we've been here, here. No, not since we've been here today. Exactly a month ago. Thank you for my present. You're welcome. I thought it was really cute. <laughs> sounded fascinating, didn't it? I did actually get a present. I've got a very nice little Hamlet carving. Yes. Well, you're listening to River Radio. You can listen on our website, river.radio, on our mobile app for Apple and Android. Just search for River Radio Live. You can even tell Alexa to play River Radio Live. What was that song, Joe? That was louder than words from Tick, Tick, Boom. Tick, Tick, Boom. Have you seen the film? No, I don't know it at all. All I know is that song from okay. my showcase. All right. And I love it. But... Lyrics are insane. But. So, um, Andrew... Oh, Lipper? No. <laughs> um, this is going to really irritate me. From ex Spider Man. Um, uh, oh, this is so embarrassing. I, I'm in anyway, Garfield. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yes. Uh, plays the lead uh, in it. Plays okay. Jonathan Larson, basically. Oh. So you really should see it. I think, I don't know what platform it's on, but it is a fabulous, fabulous film. Okay. Right, are you going to so, plough through some more I curtain? was going to say a few more things. The National Youth Theatre announced free audition, uh, free audition workshops around the UK. So now the National Youth Theatre has launched a lot of people's uh, careers. It's been yeah. a really good training ground. Um, they're doing auditions at Belfast, Birmingham, Bristol, Cardiff, Glasgow, Leeds, Manchester, Northampton, Southampton, and uh, London. You can uh, even send online auditions. These are for kids aged 13 to 25, and really, really uh, strongly recommend that. Yeah, it's great. You, you do a workshop, and then you start auditioning for the shows. Yeah, which is fantastic. And the, the British Theatre Academy as well is another good one that is out there and around. Um and I do remember that I mentioned that two of our students, yes. uh, Finn and Charlie, played the leads in Matilda. Yeah, I didn't know who it was. And then I suddenly saw these pictures and was like, hang on, what's this and why wasn't I invited? Well, they are doing uh, Sister Act next and they auditioned for particular roles. And once again, they got the roles they wanted. Aww. So that's really nice, that isn't is it? That is exciting. And um, people who've been to NYT include people like Helen Mirren, yep. uh, Daniel Craig, who I don't know if you saw in the New Year's Honours list, got the same award um, CMG that James Bond has, which I thought was quite sweet. <laughs> Daniel Day-Lewis, Chiwetel Ejiofor, Rosamund Pike, Orlando Bloom, loads of famous right. names yeah. have been through NYT. Yeah. So any of these, um, you know, great institutions is great for extra tuition. It really is. Uh, let's have a little quick of a round-up. Um, we have at the Watermill Newbury, do you remember we mentioned Spike? Yeah. Is on from the 27th of January to the 5th of March. The Mill at Sonning has still life um, and they've turned the whole place into a railway station apparently. So oh, that wow. Is, uh, that's that's cool. fun. I yeah. like trains. Until the 25th, uh, 29th of January. That's the Mill at Sonning and then they're going to House on Cold Hill. Uh, the Hexagon at Reading has loads of tribute shows at the moment. They've got the Jam, Queen, 
prints, um, and so forth, so which is really cool. Uh, Norden Farm. Now, they've got a few interesting people, uh, especially com- comics. Oh, yeah. Uh, they've got uh, Ed Gamble coming up. Yeah. They've got Clive. Well, I went to uni with Ed. Did you? Yeah, we were in a sketch comedy group together. <laughs> uh, I tweeted him the other day. He, he found a really old photo of me, him and Nish just hanging out in a really grungy bar oh, in Durham. Oh, nice. And posted it. And it's one of those, you know, when you suddenly you find your Twitter's lit up because somebody with profile has posted something with you tagged in it. You're like, what on earth is happening? Oh, that's Ed's lovely. tweeted and his followers have gone nuts. Um, Clive Anderson, oh, uh, Lou Sanders. There's loads of really great people, so uh, look out for that. Great. Yeah. Uh, the other thing I've got is After the End, which is at Stratford East. That opens on the 25th of February. It's on till the 26th of March. Olivier Award winner Lindsay Turner, who I adore, is directing Dennis Kelly, whose scripts I adore. Dennis Kelly yes. wrote the play uh, Matilda. Or and wrote DNA the words. And Yeah, yeah. Um, so, unsurprisingly, it's a really chilling play, uh, apparently examining what it takes to endure catastrophe. Okay. Anyone feel like they've endured catastrophe? Oh, just a few people. Uh, um, <laughs> some people are enduring it slightly more than we want them to. Uh, a city under attacked from a nuclear blast and then as the dust settles Louise wakes to find herself in a fallout shelter with Mark who's a colleague uh-huh. who saved her life so that's at Stratford East which has got great reputation they've got some lovely programming coming up this new year that's awesome so what do you want to do now oh uh, <laughs> should we do our pick okay You're on. You're up. You're out. It's your pick. Oh, really? We, we say our pick. It is actually one of our pick every week. Yeah. And I've just nominated Joe. Okay. And I feel like Noel Edmonds on House Party when he used to go click and then suddenly you put somebody live who wasn't expecting it. I am going to highlight a show that I've not actually seen but I'm booked in to see this weekend. Great. Okay. Perfect. And I'm hoping the person I'm taking is not listening to this because it's meant to be a surprise. <laughs> Switch off, anyway. mate. Switch off for a minute. <laughs> um, the Ocean at the End of the Lane. Yes. Yeah? I uh, your eyes that. just lit up. I know the designer, Sam, oh, do you? Okay. who makes things look incredible. He you designed, he designed Alice. To know everything. He, not everything. <laughs> I know a few people, but he designed Alice and the aesthetic of that was incredible. So, yeah, it's going to look brilliant at least. Oh, I've seen shots, yeah. yeah and yeah. Uh, my son Ryan highly recommended that we go see this. So I can't oh. wait. So it's um, by the British author Neil Gaiman. Yeah. Uh, the work was first published on the 8th. 18th of June in 2013 and it follows an unnamed man who returns to his hometown for a funeral and remembers events that began 40 years yeah, earlier. This is him standing by a lake or a pond where he grew up yes. and then he suddenly it almost transports him back in time, doesn't it? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, so it's going to be... Um, Really, really great fun. I think I don't want to go through the entire. No. Do you want me to go through no, the entire that's plot? The premise, isn't it? But yeah. that's the. It looks really exciting. I'm. Go- I need to go. Yeah, and the themes of uh, the ocean at the end of the lane include uh, search for self identity and the disconnect between childhood and adulthood. Mm. And I think I don't really have that disconnect. I'm managing to plough through from childhood into what apparently is adulthood nominally. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I you know. I think all of us have some kind of um, look back when we're older 
uh, as to the things in childhood that worked and didn't work and, and so forth. It's amazing how, and I mentioned this in one of our Christmas specials, but it's amazing how that festive period is such an evocative one for transporting you back to your childhood. Do you not find that over the course of just sort of snuggling on the sofa with the lights twinkling around you that you feel like a little kid again and you're reminded of all those rituals, putting out the stocking, having a mince pie, getting blind drunk on whiskey? No, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. So Ocean at the End of the Lane is at the Duke of York Theatre. Um, I will give you my review next week. Oh, yeah, I'm excited to hear that. that. And um, whether I should actually go. No, I mean, it should be incredible. It's a National Theatre production. It should be just absolutely yeah. beautiful. And as, as you said, you know, the imagery is just incredible. Other things I desperately need to go and see include Hex... At the National. Yes. I also want to see Back to the Future. Um, there is a mime festival coming to the Barbican that I need to see. And my friend Liz is a brilliant comedian whose show at the Soho sold out. And that is has just been extended to another week at the end of January. I should be careful saying this because um, I'm nervous that the next week is going to sell out and I still won't get a ticket. So I won't say any more about that until I've been and, and have enjoyed it and can tell you all about it. And next week I'll, I'll need to mention something that I saw that's now being um, filmed and it's going to be on the BBC. Oh, so we'll come back to it next tease. week. Let's do Name <laughs> That Show Part 2. Okay, has that clinched it for you? Yes. Ah. <laughs> it brief. has. Yes. So, this is Name That Show. What did you do if you name that show, Joe? if you're able to? Well, I'd like people on my leaderboard, actually, because, ah. you know, I've got prizes to give out. Uh, email Joe, J-O, at... Re- oh, I can't speak today. <laughs> give me that coffee. I'll wind you up. Come on. <laughs> there we go. Oh, Joe go for at it. river.radio. Um, please email me in what you think it is. And if you get it from the first guest, the second guest, or the third guest, it goes on my leaderboard. And Do you the- get a tiered, do you get like sort of a weighted reward based on how yes. early you've guessed it? Oh, okay. So you get more points for getting if it from the, the first, first time. Ah. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. I don't and know. I'm not allowed to see the leaderboard. You keep it in the vault. <laughs> it's name that show, not name that song. Okay. Okay. Here's that second clip again. Uh, really hard for me not to do what the orchestration does next because it's hugely satisfying to wave my arms around in the air. But enough of that. It's time. It's a new year. It's a new feature and a new caller with a ringing request. Now, do you already know who's phoning us today? I do. Oh, who have we got? We have the lovely Millie Drew. Mmm... I like Millie. Yeah. Uh, oh, Joe, what do I do? Am I supposed to answer it? Yeah. Is that how this works? About the third ring, I I'm reckon. S- <laughs> Anyone would think you'd seen my cue lab. Uh, I'm, I'm scared <laughs> of the phone. I love listening to your show and I am super excited to be able to request a song from one of my favourite musicals. Yay. Please, can you play Diamonds Are a Girl's Best Friend from Moulin Rouge? Yeah, Thank you. we can. Yeah, no problem. Fantastic. Let's Thanks, do a musical version rather than the ah, film version. Oh, yeah. yeah. This, is this on now? It is. Yeah, right. That's another one I need to go. Write it down. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, bohemians and artists, coquettes and boulevardiers. May I present to you our sparkling diamond, the unique, the indomitable, the one and only, Satine. Diamonds are forever. They are all I need to please me. 
can stimulate and tease me They won't leave in the night I've no fear that they might desert me Diamonds are forever Hold one up and then caress it Touch it, stroke it and undress it I can see every part Nothing hides in their heart To hurt me Diamonds are forever They've merged in some extra extra songs, songs there. That's really, and it yeah. sort of teases you with it. That's cracking, right? So I need to go and see Milan Rouge. So Millie, thank you so much for calling in and requesting that song. If you'd like to request a song for us to play, please email Joe at River Radio or Roddy at River Radio, and uh, we can get that sorted. Fantastic, right? Time for the quiz. this bit because I can just relax like a well, brie in room temperature. I still <laughs> want you to switch on and answer oh, the questions. Oh, okay. Yeah? Well, I'll, yeah, 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 yeah. But okay. I can physically just sort of slump in the okay. chair. I'm, once again, I'm easing you in. Easing you said you that. I got year. three out of five last week, yeah. so let's not get too uh, okay. ahead of ourselves. Right. So question number one. 
And please, everybody, just join in, and he might yeah. need some help. Literally <laughs> never had any help. Does, do you all love Joe and not me? Is that the problem? <laughs> Roddy at River.Radio, thanks. <laughs> the Dominion Theatre has a bronze statue of which famous singer above its entrance, sorry, had one, from 2002 to 2014. All oh, right, yeah. Dominion Theatre, bronze statue. I can, gu- I can statue. guess based on what was there. Okay. Uh, question two. Which British musical comedy stars The Queen and a Pig? This is the only one I think you might not know. Which British musical comedy stars the Queen and a pig? Now, I have seen a show with a pig in it, but I don't remember the Queen being in it. Okay. I've got an offer, but I don't know. Yep, good. Question three. At which address do the Banks family live in Mary Poppins? Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Can you just have the street? Uh, Yeah, I'll take that. I'm going to have to guess that. can't remember. I can remember the lane, but not the... The lane. Oh, well, I know it's the yeah. lane. Uh, question four: Which famous drummer wrote the music for Tarzan? <laughs> Absolutely no idea. Uh, that, it, uh, like famous drummer. Yeah. Okay. Well, I've got an offer. Okay. Good. And finally, the Jersey Boys is a musical featuring the music and story of which band? Um, yes. Yes. Got it. Yeah. yeah that, just clutching. I was picturing the poster and the four of them. Uh, yeah. 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 Um, would I be right in saying that I could be begging you for the answers? Uh, That's a song of theirs, isn't it? Oh, no, oh yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Okay, right. <laughs> Sorry, I'm thinking... Furrowed eyebrow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah? Right, okay. So, let's uh, listen to a piece of music okay. and let you stumble over a couple of those that you weren't sure about, especially the Queen and the Pig. Yeah. yeah. The Queen and the Pig. Okay, if you know the answer to that, please help me. Roddy, R-O-D-D-Y, like Noddy, but with an R, at River.Radio. Here's some Hamilton, continuing the tradition, listening to a bit of Hamilton mid-quiz. Theodosia writes me a letter every day. day. I'm keeping her bed warm while her husband is away. away. He's on a British side in Georgia. He's trying to keep the colonies in line. Well, he can keep all of Georgia. Theodosia, she's mine. Love doesn't discriminate between the sinners and the saints. It takes and it takes and it takes and we keep loving anyway. We laugh and we cry and we break and we if there's a reason I'm by her side, so many have tried, then I'm willing to wait for it. I'm willing to wait for it, wait for it, wait for it, wait for it. My grandfather was a fire and brimstone preacher, but there are things that the homilies and hymns won't teach you. My mother was a genius, my father commanded respect. When they died, they left no instructions, just a legacy to protect. Death doesn't discriminate between the sinners and the saints. It takes and it takes and it takes, and we keep living anyway. We rise and we fall and we break and we make mistakes. And if there's a reason, I'm still alive when everyone who loves me has died. I'm willing to wait for it. Wait for it. I'm willing to wait for it. Hamilton's face is an endless uphill climb. He 
What is it like in his shoes? Hamilton doesn't hesitate. He exhibits no restraint. Takes and he takes and he takes and he keeps winning anyway. Changes the game, plays and he raises the stakes. And if there's a reason he seems to thrive, and so few survive, then goddammit, I'm willing to wait for it. I'm willing to wait for it. Life doesn't discriminate between the sinners and the saints. He takes and he takes and he takes. Sorbet for the soul, isn't it? <laughs> Sorbet for the soul, that's a nice little thing. Okay, so I asked you five questions yep. before the track. Let's see. <laughs> How you get on? Don't, don't be stealing my jingles. Sorry. Have, have you got your correct little sound effect? Because I, I, I know it, you love it. I have it standing by. Okay. There we go. You'll be hearing that about twice. And what about... Uh-uh. I we need got to a... find one of those. Okay. I'll just do it for you. Okay, thanks right. very much. <laughs> You're you, welcome. You, oh, no, you look so excited. <laughs> this is why the quiz is going to get harder, because you get to make the sound of it. No, I am literally easing you in. I will find some parts. Okay, okay so the Please question one... that's a bit uncomfortable. Question one. The Dominion Theatre had a bronze statue of which famous singer above its entrance from 2002 to 2014? I would wager Freddie Mercury. Correct. To celebrate uh, the running of We Will Rock You. That's correct. Yeah. Well done. Question two. Which British musical comedy stars The Queen and a Pig. Is that Betty Blue Eyes? It is. Yay. I'm that impressed. Cameron's famously expensive animatronic pig. Okay, I loved that show actually. Yeah. I know it wasn't on very fun. long, but I did like it. Um, at which address did the Banks family live in Mary Poppins? It's Cherry Tree Lane. Mm-hmm. Is it 23? 17. Oh. But I'll give it to you. Okay, I'll have a half. A little one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, question four. Which famous drummer wrote the music for Tarzan? Uh, Phil Collins? Yes! Yeah. I mean, famous drummer is all I got. Are you going to get five out of five? I doubt it. The Jersey Boys is a musical featuring the music and story of which band? Frankie Valley and the Four Seasons. Yes! Yeah! Oh, come, come on. on! Bring it in, bring it in. Yeah, thanks so much. Woo, woo. Yeah, very good. good. Fireworks, balloons, and doves, <laughs> and we've set the dog barking. Oh dear! <laughs> well, well done, a, you. That's a good start. Week two of the new year. Very good. Thank you. Thank you for all your assistance, you're uh, welcome. dear listeners. Uh, you're listening to River Radio online at river.radio on Apple, Android, and Alexa. Listen again on our website, and we're a podcast on Apple and Spotify too. And coming very, very soon to DAB. <laughs> right, time for us to hack our way into right. the vault. Just pass me the coffee because I'm. Yeah. Needing it today. Yeah. Oh, yes. Me too. Not half. Right, there we go. Okay. Flick the roller deck. Yep. There it there is. It and it's landing on C. C. Oh, it's always you... exciting watching it just tick around yeah. to that final letter. That is for Cyrano de Bergerac. I as love. I pull out this file. Just dust it off. Uh, So it's originally by a French writer. Yeah, originally by a French writer, Edmund Rostand. Uh, Probably the most famous translation, or certainly the one I know, is Anthony Burgess's. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, as you've obviously heard, there is a new musical version. Anyway, the plot. 
What's yeah. it about? Love well, it. I'm going to try not give too much away because if you go and see the um, film that comes out very soon, I don't want to spoil it for you. But the setup is I there thought is everybody would know what the story is about. Mm, no. I don't think so. No, okay. I don't think it's well known, which is why suddenly it's caught caught on because right. it's new to a lot of people. Maybe it's my generation. It's a uh, there's a man adorned with a magnificent protuberance, mm-hmm. <laughs> a nose to you, and he's got a big honker. Uh, Cyrano de Bergerac is a romantic, swaggering 17th century. Gascon swordsman who finds it very difficult to express his love for beautiful Roxanne, partly, I think, because he's overcome with the idea that people are looking at him uh, askance. Um, And he's shocked to discover that the love of his life has fallen for the handsome but pretty shallow, like he's he's a good-looking bloke, he's a bit of a Ken doll, Um, Mm -hmm. uh, Christian de Neuviette, who's pretty inarticulate, Uh, he's a new cadet. And Cyrano, though, clocks that Roxanne is falling in love with Christian Mm. and decides to help him. He must up the courage to help the young suitor and I suppose it's possibly because he can then enjoy the romance vicariously mm-hmm. uh, anyway he starts writing really sensitive love poems yeah. which Roxanne starts to fall in love with and there are very funny moments here like there's a bit of a, a mimicking of the Romeo and Juliet balcony scene yep. with Cyrano just whispering to try and help Behind him the bushes, yeah. <laughs> bit of a spoof yeah and she falls madly in love but with what is it the visage or the heart and will love overcome fate well <laughs> there was a 2018 musical uh, adaptation of it, which is being brought to the uh, brought to the big silver screen. Um, they filmed it last year. It's coming out. It's directed by Joe Wright, uh, and it's Erica Schmidt wrote the um, musical in 2018. So it's coming out, starring Peter Dinklage, Haley Bennett, Kelvin Harrison Jr., and Ben Mendelsohn. And here is a track from the forthcoming film. <laughs> Oh, 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 oh,
to see that. That's called Every Letter, which has been nominated for a Hollywood Critics Association Best Original Song in the last mm-hmm. week. Now, that was due to open tomorrow. The whole film was supposed to come out tomorrow, but for some reason it's been postponed to the 25th of February, which is okay. a shame because it means you miss it for Valentine's Day. It's Yay. one of the most romantic stories. Anyway, still to come, find out if you've correctly managed to name that show. But now, Joe's got our Spotlight Interview. Yeah. Well, it's great to have the lovely Anna Unwin here on Stage Door at River Radio. How are you, Anna? I am good. I am good. Thank you, Joe. It's nice to be here. Now, Anna, you are an actress. Yes. But you can sing and dance. You do a bit of everything, don't you? Well, I, I always say jack of all trades, master of none. But hopefully that's not true. <laughs> definitely not true. I've seen you. It's definitely not true. Let's talk about the thing you've just done most recently. You have just finished Panto. Yes, yeah. And you're playing the lead character of... So it was Dick Whittington and I was playing Alice Fitzwarren. Okay. It was good nice. fun. Uh, well, I hope your opposite lead was nice to work with. Yeah, he was great. It was so Alex Lodge. He's just about to go into the new Osmonds musical, oh, um, which is really exciting. So he's yeah, he's great. Really talented guy. He did Elder Price in Book of Mormon. Book of Mormon. So you can imagine a very chirpy, happy, happy guy. Really, really fun. Fantastic. And where was this canto? At the Royal and Derngate in Northampton. So it's at the Derngate Theatre, which is a really wonderful regional theatre. And so I was there for six weeks, moved to Northampton. Lovely place, got to know the local food places and uh, everything. good coffee shops. Yeah, exactly. And good response from the audiences? Yeah, I guess everyone has seen in the media, like, absolutely everything theatre's going through at the minute. So hard with COVID and isolating and we were hit Right at the start of the process, there was 13 cast members okay. in the show. And within two days of his opening, nine had got COVID. And you know what? It was absolutely amazing that the producers, Emily and Paul from Evolution Panto, just wanted to get this panto on. The theatre was desperate to get it on. The audience was desperate to see it. Everyone was working together. And they hired in six new actors and actresses. They got the understudies on. There's a new musical director came in. And wow. We all pulled together, got the show on. and it Made was, it happen. And they, yeah, and it really was. I know it's cheesy, but the show must go <laughs> It was like one of those moments. So the audiences, I think, sort of knew and were so supportive and... Appreciative. Appreciative, yeah, yeah exactly. So it was really, really well oh, received. That's fantastic. Great, yeah. 
Now, let's go backwards. Let's see how you started in yeah. this industry. You were born in Nottingham? Yes. So, raised, yeah. um, born in a place called Mansfield, just north of Nottingham. Um, grew up there, knew, like so many do, from the age of six that I wanted to be a performer. Mm-hmm. And yeah, did ballet lessons and tab and, and started, I'd say, predominantly as a dancer. But I loved it all. Loved the acting, loved the singing mm. and dance. And yeah, that was always the the dream and so then it's like okay how do you get there and on all of that so well you were one of the lucky ones that actually got into arts ed yeah yeah and was that your first go it was some of it was definitely just naivety i went to this drama school and i had no idea well i had a bit of an idea but i think i didn't realize who i would be up against i was up against some amazing people some people who trained for years and done foundation courses and yeah really knew what they were doing and i was a bit of a rookie but I just remember going in and thinking this is my life dream I am going to get in here whatever I have to do I'm going to get in and so I always tell people this story in the dance audition at Arts Ed they teach the routine really quickly yeah. and part of that is so to see how you respond you know to, because they want to see what happens if you can't pick up the steps sink or swim exactly yeah. so of a room of I think they split us so there was like 30 girls it was right at the end and 30 girls not a single one got the routine right because it was so long and so hard and complicated and I am not great at learning dance routines quickly but I just remember thinking whatever I do got to be memorable just remember I think I did probably the first 16 counts right and then apart from that I honestly Joe I just ran around the room I was shimmying I was like doing all the faces I was like running around and the girls who I was with in like my little group thought I was so confident that they thought I must know it so they started copying me oh I love that and I was doing it wrong and I remember that the teacher at the time the head of dance at the time we finished and I remember just finishing in front of the panel with the biggest smile that is hilarious looking at them and the dance teacher said number 33 or whatever I was he said what the was that yeah and I was like ah and he said but I'll remember you and actually I think that's the biggest piece of advice I would give to people is just be memorable whatever it takes and I mean, in a good way. Yeah, you know, yeah. So that was my audition there. And I, yeah, lo and behold, I got the letter, like Billy Elliot, got the letter through the post yeah. days later. And um, that's incredible. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was it a really good. You must have had the talent. You must have had the good. Oh, that yeah. wouldn't have happened otherwise. <laughs> it isn't just you going crazy. So yeah. well done. Now, after graduating, you've done TV, film, as well as theatre stuff, haven't you? Yeah, I think I um, I knew I, I wanted to go into that. And I love live theatre. Like, there's nothing like it. But I really love TV and I was always interested in it. And I was lucky enough, got an audition for a television programme called Locked Up Abroad, which is National Geographic. So it aired mostly like in America. And it was a TV part and it was quite an intense, true story drama. And I remember going through a couple of auditions and um, I got it and I went out to Colombia. Oh, wow. South America. I know. I mean, it was scary. It was, it was exciting and a real adventure. And it was absolutely amazing. Such a lot to get your teeth into as a woman who'd 
a true story about a woman who got caught up in a, a drug smuggle out there wow. and got stuck in a Colombian prison for, I think, seven years. And wow. it was, yeah, it was really hard hitting stuff, but so I feel like I learned so much mm. on that job just about not only acting technique, but also how to not look in the lens and how to stand in the right place and how to find your light and how to find your mark and some of those technical things that you don't really think about. Fantastic. Yes, it was a really great opportunity. I know that you've been on the famous series Doctors as well. Yes. For things like Doctors, it's such a quick process. And so I got it and like within three days, you're like in Birmingham and you're getting your hair done and your makeup. And What role did you play? I played a role called Trisha. And she was a 17-year-old girl who was just really passionate about painting decorating. And she took a bit of a fancy to one of the characters and they had a good little flirt. And that was, that was quite fun. That was a really good actor, Sunjay, who plays Shaq on Doctors. And now I know one thing that's coming up for you is that you're going to some exotic places. Yes. To do some musical theatre. Yes. So I'm very excited. I'm going to Milan wow. and Nice. So I'm hoping it'll be maybe, you know, get a bit of a tan. I don't know if it'll be too hot, but I'm going out there um, to do some performing, probably some Les Mis, maybe like okay. Mamma Mia, something like that out there for their carnival. So that'll be really fun. Yeah. It's, so any excuse to hit those big notes and sing some big belters. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's what you're trained for. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead and do it. Um, now, you work in Marlow um, yes. a couple of days a week, don't you? Yes. And River Radio is obviously part of the Thames Valley. So you come to Marlow and you teach singing, you teach acting, you teach tap dancing as well yeah. you, at uh, Jam Theatre. Yes. With me, which is wonderful. So thank you. And you've also performed as somebody yellow. I have. And you know what? It was an honour to play this part. <laughs> I um, was Lizzie Lemon in Fruiticals, the musical. Yes. Um and I mean, what an amazing show it was. Yeah. The kids just love well, those characters. I don't they? They, they really do. Love, love them. Good. I, I loved it. And yeah. uh, you were superb. Oh, thanks. <laughs> so, so fun. Well, we've come to the end of our little time. Thank you so much, Anna Unwin, for coming to Stage Door at River Radio and sharing a little bit of your life. Thank you for having me. Oh, what a sunny personality. I love Anna. She is. She's literally sunshine bouncing around in the room. She is. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait to see her at the Christmas party. Yeah. Well, that's a bit odd, isn't it? But yes. Yeah, yeah. It's quite a lot of hospitality and entertainments do that in the new year. Right. Should we polish off Name That Show? Come on. Right. Okay. Okay. Say it's not the end. Yeah. Or say it's just the end. It is nearly the end of yeah, stage Yeah, it is the one I thought from the the first piano intro. Oh, yeah. uh-huh, very but good. I, so I think I got the composer wrong. Not, yeah. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. So, drum roll, please. That is... I tell me it's, it's not true from... Blood Brothers! Yes, very good. That's Blood Brothers. Yeah, very famous song from that show. Yes, lovely. But I didn't appreciate that Willie Russell wrote the music and the lyrics as well as the story. And the first childhood poem that I ever did really well with um, as a kid was a comedy poem called Our Sammy. Um, I wish I was Our Sammy. Our Sammy's nearly... I know that one. Yeah, 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 Our Sammy's nearly ten. And that's from it. It's a very odd little moment in the show, actually. But yeah, beautiful show. We should put that in the vault one day, 
actually we and tell everyone indeed. about it after 27 something years in the I know uh, it's, it's still going around incredible it's right incredible. well we'll play you out with the full track of tell me it's not true from blood brothers but for this week that's it from us yes please join us next thursday at 11 on river radio for more from, from the, the stage, stage door, door.